Welcome to the Believe Podcast, a conversation between friends over a passage of scripture. I'm Carolyn Kirsten. And I'm Marvin Williams. And today is episode 32. We are talking about John chapter 13, verses 1 through 17. I Listen, I, I, I'm so excited about this one. I love this passage, one of my favorite ones. And, um, and so as we typically do, let me ask you a question. Okay. Uh, what is your idea of great customer service? Oh, we just recently experienced this. Okay. So we, uh, during spring break, we're in Hilton Head. And the washing machine in our room broke. It was not draining. Maybe it had something to do with the super sandy beach towels that we put in it. I don't know. But (laughs) we tried multiple times to get it to drain and it just wasn't happening. So called the, you know, the front desk area and they said, yes, we'll, we'll have somebody come take care of it. Well, then we left the condo for a couple hours. When we came back, I went into the laundry area and opened it up and I was like, oh, there's no water in it. And then realized, oh, wait, the towels are sitting here that, you know, wet in like a bucket or whatever. And then I started putting back in and then I realized, wait, they didn't fix this washing machine. They gave us a whole new washing machine Wow! in two hours. And our condo was up 18 stairs, like a flight of stairs. And they had totally put in a new washing machine. I was blown away because at the same time, I'm getting a text from a neighbor who said their garage door had broken and it was going to be like seven months before they could have it replaced. I was like, well, she would not want to hear that I had a washing machine within two hours (laughs) (laughs) when the supply chain issues and all the rest. But I was blown away and was glad that the next day we happened to see the guys. They were in our little, you know, driveway area and, and just thanked them and because uh, it was, I mean, wow. I thought that was so incredible. That is, that is super. I mean, that that's great. I mean, really, really good customer service to yes. have a an entire washer delivered and within two hours. Yeah. Um, like that's that's great. Like my story is not any anywhere like that. It's like I don't even want to tell mine now. So um, it it happened last week, and and you would think that this would happen anyway. I mean, they would respond this way. So um, so I went to get Chinese food for uh, for me and Tanya, and uh, I ordered shrimp fried rice. So I get home, and there is no shrimp in my oh. shrimp fried rice. So um, so I called them and, uh, they said, no, come, come back. And, um, and so they, uh, I came back within 10 minutes. They, they cooked a whole nother batch. I said, well, what do you want me to do with the one that I have? No, yeah. you keep it. And then they gave me a free pop on top of that. So nice. nothing like a washing machine, well, but still I, I consider that uh, yes. pretty, pretty good customer yes. Making service. Making it so. right. That's, I mean, that's exactly. what we, that's what we look for. Yeah. And, and, you know, if we could work the room with, uh, Chick-fil-A and, and their customer oh, service, yes. and they right. do, a, do a great job. So, But why are we talking about customer service today, and why are we talking about this today? Because the passage that we're looking at is John 13, and, and Jesus does something that I think is pretty kind of outlandish in our estimation. He yeah. does something that I think is, um, is shocking. But even prior to him doing it, there's something that even actually kind of motivated him or allowed him mm-hmm. to go uh, to that shocking kind of event. And so, um, so what, what, we'll, we'll talk about what, what he does, but what do you think is, is kind of important right off the bat here? Yeah. What I noticed when I read these verses, 
what jumped out at me in verse one and verse three, it, they both use the phrase Jesus knew. And then, so in verse one, it says, Jesus knew that his hour had come to depart from this world to the father. And in verse three, it's Jesus knew that the father had given him everything into his hands that he, that he had come from God and that he was going back to God. And so I thought, okay, so what does Jesus know? What, what is being said there? And I thought he knows his purpose. Yep. Like he know why he knew why he came. Yep. Um, he knew his identity and he knew his provision that God was, ta- was going to take care of. And I mean, he knows what's coming, uh, the sacrifice he's about to make. And, and yet even with the, that daunting future, he moves forward and does this specific act. And, and all of three of these things, identity, purpose, and provision, all of these things are super important to what he does next and what does he do next? Okay, so then verse 4 starts with the word, so. So, <laughs> so we know that what Jesus knew is directly tied to what he does next. Yep. And here's what he does. So he got up from supper, laid aside his outer clothing, took a towel and tied it around himself. He goes on to continue the steps to wash his disciples' feet. Okay, wait a minute. Time out. So the Lord of heaven, yep. king of the universe is now washing dirty feet. Yes. Yeah, this is not like a pedicure situation. I don't know, Marvin, you don't have to answer this if, you, if you've ever had a pedicure done. But I've never I had have. a pedicure. But I will say that even when I go to have a pedicure, and part of it is washing your feet, but I'm not going in with nasty gross feet. I'm going to try so to like... clean, clean your feet before well, I you... I don't like clean them, but I do make sure t- toenails aren't really wonky okay, looking okay. or slough off, moisturize them up a little bit so I don't look s- totally... But that's not... I mean, that is not what we're talking about well, here. Right. <laughs> Jesus is, is not giving them a pedicure. They so. have come off the street. <laughs> They're wearing sandals. They don't have paved roads. So, I mean, they are walking through whatever yeah. they are walking through, you know, and and that is what Jesus is watching. watching. And, and, and this is not just um, um, a normal thing that a guest does. So this is something yeah. that, so you have, you have the guest, you have the servant, Jesus is not even doing what a servant does. Jesus is actually doing what someone who is lower than a servant, a slave, would do. So you would walk in in the Middle East, you would walk in because of the dusty roads. Uh, A slave who is at the door would wash your feet so that you can enjoy the rest of your uh, your time in that home. So Jesus is actually doing um, the work of a slave, which is important it's really important to know what you just said. He knew his identity, he knew the provision, and he knew his purpose. Now, knowing all of that, he says, I'm not losing anything. I've already, I know who I am. And so for me to do the work of a slave is really actually why I came. And so I, like me personally, I think I would have problem with that. Mm-hmm. But, but again, um, I'm not Jesus and uh, I'm trying to be like him. But what he does is, 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 again, is shocking. And the first century readers would have read that and say, well, wait a minute. What kind of king is this? Yeah. How is he going to defeat Rome by just washing people's feet? And so this is a super, super important picture of Jesus, both king of the universe, Lord of heaven, and yet he stoops low enough uh, to wash feet. Yeah, because I think of 
I mean, all of the other responses that he might have in this situation, you know, knowing these, I mean, he's just come in triumphal entry into Jerusalem. People are excited. Yeah. A lot of people think, Oh, he he's coming. This is the king. This is the king. He's going to take over. We're going to be free us from Rome, as you mentioned. And what we don't see Jesus do, which might be things that we might do in this situation are he's doesn't, he's not worried about it. He's not trying to protect his reputation. Yeah. Um, he's not, ramping up his efforts, like trying to start a good PR campaign so right, that right. do people know, like, nope, he does a task, as you said, that is of a, at, on the slave level. Like yeah. that does nothing to advance his influence, you know, to, yeah, I absolutely. mean, there's nothing about that that would seem to be the next step um, in this takeover campaign that That's a lot right. of That's people right. think he's here yeah. to do. Yeah. And, and I think that just even shows all the more he really did understand what his purpose was. It wasn't to be famous, to get attention. Um, he was here to serve and to sacrifice. Yeah. Yeah. And so this washing of feet really is the first step of this next week or so. Yeah, tell me about ultimate it. sacrifice yeah. that he does. Yeah. He, he is not building a wall of self-preservation. I don't think the the disciples had this on their bingo card. Like, oh, the our yeah. rabbi, our Lord will stoop down and wash feet. And and I would imagine that, you know, I you know, I probably maybe would have responded like this next guy who one of the leaders of the group, um, he probably has a normal, natural response, and that's Peter. Yeah. And and how does how does Peter respond to this? I mean, this is this is this is absolutely shocking. And I think his reaction is relatively normal Yes. in this case. So what, what yes, does Peter say? Because Peter's like, whoa, you're not washing my feet. Right. And Jesus is like, well, actually, <laughs> uh, I am. And he's, no, you will never. Yeah, yeah. And and Peter, we know him well enough to know he he's an emotional guy. He is <laughs> high, high, low lows, all in. So you will never right. wash my feet. Because this is his rabbi. This is his teacher. This is this is backwards thinking. So yeah. he's like, no way. This is, n- this is not going to happen. But then Jesus says, well, if you, you know, um, I'll read it directly. Uh, if I don't wash you, you have no part of me. Well, then Peter swings way the other <laughs> way. He's like, all right, then not just my feet, wash my whole, you know, wash me head to toe because I am, I am um, behind you. I am, uh, I do want to follow you. But it is hard for Peter to receive Jesus acting in this way to have Jesus serve him. Yeah. So how, how do you feel when, when, how easy it is for you to receive service from other people? It is very hard for me. <laughs> yeah. Why? Uh, well, I think because if, if I'm receiving help, then it means that I need help and I might be weak or have a deficit or a gap. And I don't, you know, that's hard to, to feel like, oh, I'm dependent right, on right. someone else. I actually can't do this on my own. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, again, the same way, either, um, you know, someone will consider me lazy when I can do it myself or um, or bougie or what they call snooty and snobbish that, you know, you serve me, garçon, give me my water kind of thing. And I'm like, I can go myself. But so for someone else to serve me, it, it just feels like it's the it's wrong. Yeah. And that is a form of pride, right? It's a form of pride. I'm actually, I could be, we could be 
taking the joy away from someone right. in their service to to us and um, so again, I just I think that's those are things that that kind of well up inside of me. I probably would have responded the same way that Peter responded, just because um, I like I can do it myself. I'm independent, and I, again, I, as you said, I don't want to feel inadequate. I don't want to feel needy and dependent, and yet this is even what Jesus calls us to. So the washing of the feet, though. Mm-hmm. Um, so should we just go around and have a have a bucket with us, have a towel with us, and just show up, at, say, for instance, show up in staff meeting or me on a Sunday morning, hey, I'm going to wash your feet today? Well, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> because that's not really a need, I'm thankful, in our culture. Okay. We pretty much keep our feet covered. Our roads aren't, well, we don't even walk like they did. Right, right. So, it's not, but there is, there has to be an equivalent because Jesus says in verse 15, for I have given you an example that you also should do just as I have done for you. So this idea of serving each other is something we are called to. So what, so what is the washing the feet equivalent for us? Yeah, I, you know, I would think that any, any way we can, um, we, we can meet a need mm-hmm. um, that a person has, um, whether it's a, a, a person who is marginalized or whether it's someone who um, could be well-to-do. But any any way we can sacrifice uh, our own reputation um, to be servants uh, on behalf of others, to say, you have a need, I want to meet that need, and I will go to any length to meet that need, without without sinning, of course. But if that does mean me sacrificing my time, me yeah. sacrificing my money, uh, spending a day uh, when I could be spending it on myself, but spending a day helping someone who uh, who's in need, uh, grocery shopping for the elderly, um, going to a soup kitchen, um, or even doing little things, serving our spouses, our kids, yeah. even in our own home. We don't have to go outside. It can. I think it should start right in our own home, and then flourish and and go out from there. So I think those are some examples. You have some other examples that might might work? um, In the spiritual parenting training, we talk about having a mindset, training our kids, but it's also very applicable to us as adults, asking the question, what needs to be done in whatever situation you're in? So there's someone coming towards you and their hands are full. So you open the door for them. Like just having that mindset of being other centered, what needs to be done? How can I help in this situation? So it can be simple things like someone struggling to reach something off the high shelf at Meyer, you know, so you, you sure. can, you can get Absolutely. it for them. Absolutely. I mean, and those are little things, but I think what it reveals is an attentiveness and a servant's mindset of, again, ask, answering that question, what needs to be done? How can I help? Um, what Jesus did I mean, is super gross to us, but it really was a very ordinary, basic task that needed to be done in that moment. You know, they're about to s- sit down to a meal, and in the way they sat, they weren't like didn't have their feet even under the table <laughs> right. like we sit on chairs. So right. these feet are very much in this eating situation. So that was an important thing, and he and he did that. Yeah. So I think that is a. Yeah. It can be these big things, these scheduled things, and just having that mindset of how can I help? What needs to be done? 
how can I be focused on others? Yeah, I, th I think that's really important in terms of making time, being attentive. Um, I, I can't remember who said it, um, but they said hurry is the enemy of kindness. Oh yeah. And so if I'm if I'm hurrying and I'm busy. Um, I am not going to be attentive like you just mentioned. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go, I'm going to run past someone who has a need and um, just to get my thing done. And so I think you, uh, what you said, stopping, slowing down, paying attention. There are things that are scheduled, but there are things that are spontaneous as well. But if you want to be spontaneous, you're going to have to pay attention, walk yeah. into a room and um, instead of just sitting down, is there anything in this room that needs to be done? Let me do it. My dad used to tell me all the time, do it before I have to tell you to do it. Mm -hmm. uh, wash the dishes before I tell you to do it or you know, take out the garbage or what have you. So I think just being, um, being asking, you know, one of our values is being attentive to the spirit. And even before you walk into a room, say, Holy Spirit, open my eyes so I might see, slow me down, yep. so I might see who actually needs to be you know, served on this, um, in this, you know, in this time. And so, um, so again, I, I, th I think this is such a big, big, big deal. We don't like to be humble. We, you know, you know, so we, you know, fill ourselves with pride, either not serving others or not being served by others. And so this is the ultimate act of sacrifice and humility that Jesus shows us that, um, and when I think about it, it's like, man, I'm, I'm like, like I'm, I'm a, I'm a D minus on this sometimes, you mm -hmm. know, because uh, I, I'm, I'm in a, always in a hurry. Yeah. And uh, I think slowing down helps us to see what's, what's needed. Yeah, it is easy to get caught up in our own things. I think another element, another application of what this washing feet can look like is, is being willing to get into the messy parts of life with people. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, we may know of a situation and maybe what is needed is just sitting on the couch with them as they're grieving, as they are processing a situation in their life. It, it might take some time. It might take a lot of tears. It might just take sitting there and holding somebody's hand. But I think that's a part of this too, is just that willingness to enter in, to walk alongside somebody, um, with our time, with our resources, and, and that's a way that we can also have this idea of washing each yeah. other's feet. Yeah, I, I think um, if, even just to um, uh, kind of close our time, which I think is, or at least close th this time before we ask the question, I think one of the things that Jesus said, it just strikes me and it, it, it convicts me every time I read it. Uh, if you, This is verse 17. If you know these things, blessed are you if you do them. Mm -hmm. So it's one thing to know it. It's yep. one thing to know it. Uh, I'm educated way beyond my obedience, and um, I, I can see what it means to be a servant, know what it means to be a servant, but the real power and the real blessing comes when we actually do uh, what we know. We don't need other, we don't need more conferences, we don't need more, yeah. you know, books and that sort of thing. I think if we can just practice what we know, I think we probably would see a lot more blessings from God. So it's really true. Yeah. It's really true. So what can we believe about God, ourselves and others from this passage? Yeah, this is an easy one. No, uh. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, our God serves. Yep. Our God, he, he stoops low and he washes feet um, and, and he serves his people and he serves his people uh, with the example of sacrifice, Jesus, the ultimate act of foot washing 
is Jesus on the cross dying for, dying for us. So, yeah. yeah. Yes. And then that application for ourselves, what we can know about ourselves and others. I think back to what we talked about at the beginning, how Jesus knew. Yeah. He knew his identity, his purpose, and his provision, and that enabled him to serve and not worry about himself or all, you know, all those things. And if that makes me think, man, if I am so confident in my purpose, in my identity, in God's provision, that frees me up too. Yeah. Um, that frees me to serve. So that's, that's what I'm applying today. Yeah. Oh, well, friends, thank you so much for joining us. Um, encourage you to share this podcast with a friend. Uh, that's a great way for other people to um, learn about the podcast and then have a conversation with them after you've both listened to it. Thanks for joining us.